play out uh, Czech Republic, 96 to 53, limited them to 31.3%, which is, you know, as I said, dominating. Yeah, no wonder why we're 2-0 right now. I mean, today's game, Adrian Payne scored 7 points and grabbed 6 rebounds while picking up 4 fouls. I know he's had some trouble with some fouls in the past two exhibition games that they played against the Russian teams. I mean, he was limited to only 14 minutes of play because of how many fouls he actually got, but they ended up winning both of those games. And then they actually played the United Arab Emirates, and they won that game 140 to 46 on Sunday. So they're off to a great start. Hopefully, they can win all five games in advance. Um, they play Sweden this Wednesday, the 10th, Australia this Thursday, the 11th, and Canada this Friday, the 12th. So we'll see how those next three games goes. Hopefully, Payne can get his fouls in check. I know that yeah. um, being with um, assistant coach John Beeline, he's the coach from Michigan. I know it's a big rivalry. I mean, we have two players from Indiana and then an MSU player on the USA team. So, I mean, that must be hard for him. But I know he was saying that, like, if his players were, like, playing for an opposing coach from the Big Ten, he really hoped that, like, they would take their best interest into it. And everybody's really just here for USA to get the win. Exactly. And I think that being, you know, a part of the Big Ten – uh, all those players uh, and Coach Beeline, they're all kind of in it to win it. And Team USA, the university team, they have been dominant through history. Uh, they hold a dominating record of 142-9. And I don't know many other sports teams that have ever hold, held that record, but uh, that's pretty darn impressive. So Team USA is looking for their first gold since 2005. And hopefully Adrian Payne's able to pull that out for, uh, you know, MSU, come back with a winning streak and bring that to the team. I mean, hopefully uh, he was the only one from Michigan State to try out for the team in Colorado Springs, Colorado this year. And he is the 38th Spartan to actually make the USA team. So that really goes to show how MSU is trying to really root themselves into the USA team. I mean, he had to add 10 pounds, putting him around 245 pounds to even get, like, the body structure that you would need to play against players that have that caliber. So Right. I mean, those are, it's the top in the world. So yeah. they're playing, you know, top players. And uh, it's not, you know, what you're used to, I guess, in the United States where they're used to playing usual opponents in the Big Ten and going into the NCAA tournament. So... I'm sure it's going to be interesting to see what uh, Payne is able to pull out and what Team USA is able to, you know, bring to the table. Hopefully a gold uh, come back to USA. We'll see what happens. But on that note, uh, we're going to talk about the men's basketball recruits. We have a few of them coming our way, hopefully. Uh, we have an addition of Tyler Ulis, but uh, we have a few that are already signed. We have Alvin Ellis and Gavin Schilling, both from DLSL. Yep. Um, Alvin Ellis, he actually is a small forward from DLSL, and um, he actually received a scholarship to play for Minnesota under the Golden Gophers head coach, Tubby Smith. But since Tubby Smith is no longer the head coach there anymore, they actually released him out of scholarship, and he was able to sign with MSU. Um, 
this April. So that's good. He averaged 20 points and four rebounds during his career at De La Salle, and he hit 40% of his three-pointers each of his last two seasons. So that'll be a really good addition to our team as opposed to even just having, like, one recruit. We actually are looking at three. We also got Gavin Schilling. He's a three-star power forward from Finley Prep, and he actually did play with Alvin Ellis their junior season together at De La Salle before Schilling actually went to Finley Prep. So it's good for MSU to actually have two recruits that have played together before, and hopefully that'll take off some tension of being the new freshman because I know Tom Izzo really likes to take him under his wing and be hard because he's running a hard bargain with the exactly. MSU team here. But I think Schilling and Alice can hold on. I mean, Schilling had offers from 11 other universities, but after visiting MSU, he chose MSU in March, so really lucky to have him. And that speaks, you know, a lot on Tom Izzo and what he's able to do and make the players grow as not only men, but as basketball players. He's able to shape the players from freshman year through senior year. You've seen that with any player that's played here for all four years. And with, uh, you know, Allison Schilling both playing together before. We saw that dynamic duo in uh, Appling and Knicks. Yep. And uh, how fun that was to see them interact and, you know, play on the same court together through, uh, you know, their whole life. And uh, it was always fun. It was, you never knew what was going to happen. You, I remember when they kind of had that little uh, debacle and everyone was like, oh my gosh, what what's going on here? And so I was like, no, 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 it's... It's fine. He's got it under control, as always. <laughs> right. So it's going to be fun to see uh, what the next year brings and uh, with some new recruits. Yeah, hopefully um, we snag Tyler Ulis too. He unofficially visited MSU along with Northwestern last week, but um, he's plans on scheduling an official visit to MSU along with Florida State and Iowa. Hopefully we can snag him from those two because we really want him. I mean, he's seen the campus. He's liked it. Aside from all the construction. Yeah, yeah, you got to take that into account. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, he does have MSU in his roots. Um, his cousin was the former MSU guard, Travis Walton. So hopefully, I mean, with that being said, he really takes into consideration, like, MSU, the opportunity that we could offer him. I mean, his cousin said that even guarding him is hard because he's unguardable. He's like Allen Iverson. Like, he's <laughs> really good. He's quick. He can put up tough shots. So hopefully he can really snag him. He's number eight on ESPN's, like, top 100 recruit wow. list. So that would be unreal. That would be a true uh, attribute to the Spartan team. And the fact that he came here unannounced and the fact that he's coming back here uh, making it, you know, official, that's going to kind of, I feel like that's kind of, you know, a big deal. That is a really big deal because on Cliff Alexander, I mean, he's ranked number two on ESPN's top 100 recruit list, and he unofficially visited MSU, but he's not coming back for an official visit because he said he wanted to save his official visits mm-hmm. for the other universities that he's looking at, but... I mean, hopefully that doesn't really affect us because he did that to Kentucky, too. So, I mean, he's a good blocker, good rebounder. Hopefully we can snag him along with Ulysses. We've already got Allison Schilling, so it's looking pretty good for the next season that we have with MSU basketball. Right, and, I mean, as we all know, you know, Kentucky is 
quite a good team and you know but so are we and we got a good year coming ahead and hopefully and even looking ahead you know msu is always looking to you know the next biggest and best thing uh 2014 class is the next thing to be looking at for uh, the msu men's basketball team jalil okafor i believe i'm saying hopefully that correctly jalil okafor he is 610 over 250 uh he just won a gold medal yesterday with Team USA, uh, the U19 team. So, you know, that says a lot right there. Um, He is ranked number one in the 2014 recruiting class right now uh, as a center in Illinois and and the U.S. And we could definitely use a center, seeing that we just lost Derek Nix. We're going to unfortunately lose Adrian Payne eventually, let's be honest. Hopefully. (laughs) So... Uh, MSU's offered him a scholarship already, and he's only going. He's going in, into his senior year, folks. He's you know amazing. Uh, he has been offered by MSU, but then again, Arizona, Baylor, Duke, Illinois, Kansas, Kentucky, and Ohio State have all offered him a scholarship as well. So there's quite a bit of competition, but. We have Tom Izzo, right? Exactly. <laughs> Who does not want to play for Tom Izzo? Exactly. And, you know, we have a beautiful campus. We have... So, you know, I'm going to try and sell it to him, right? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he's listening out there somewhere in Chicago, yeah? <laughs> but uh, we could definitely use a great, uh, you know, a true center. He, uh, you know, defends great in the paint. I uh, was watching a little bit of his highlights, and he's just dominant. And, of course... And with all those, you know, smaller high schoolers that he's playing up against, he just looks like a beast. Um, but with Tom Izzo, we have, you know, a one-of-a-kind coach that's able to, you know, show that he's been stuck with the program for so many years. Why, you know, how can how could you deny that? Uh, there's not a coach out there like him that's just a genuine human being, uh, you know, always looking to not only better MSU basketball, but he's always looking to better MSU athletics altogether. Yes, and I think he's done a pretty good job of that so far in his years of coaching. And for him to even stick with MSU after being offered jobs elsewhere just really proves that the program that he's building and the legacy that he's going to leave behind is really great and should get on the bandwagon while he can. Right, I know, right? Jahil uh, should definitely get on this bandwagon. But, you know, Tom Izzo... I. No one can speak highly enough of him. Uh, you know, he's just a true community man, too. He lives in Lansing area. Uh, doesn't, you know, he had raised his family here. Uh, Mrs. Izzo, great woman. Uh, you know, so are their kids. And, uh, you know, Tom Izzo was able to make the team always want to play for each other. You know, whereas I feel like some other, uh, you know, big basketball teams throughout the country, they're trying to make them the best player player that they can be to, uh, you know, get better and, you know, go on to the NBA. But Coach Tom Izzo is, you know, focused on making a great team and then a great player. I think he does a really good job of that. Um, Another person that does a good job of making a great team is Susie Merchant. I know we've got some additions to her team as well. Yeah, it's it's Going to hopefully, you know, bring some health to her team. Um, <laughs> Victoria Jankoska. Jankoska? Jankoska? Jankoska. I'm going to go with Victoria Jankoska. <laughs> uh, she goes by Tori, so uh, that makes it easy. She uh, played varsity volleyball and basketball 
Um, so, you know, that helps with her jumper a little bit, I'm assuming. And she was uh, an All-American and uh, on the Parade High School All-American team this past year, uh, just as Jasmine Hines was in 2011. And uh, that makes it the fourth straight year that Coach Merchant, uh, her recruits, were named High School All-Americans, which, uh, you know, just speaks worlds on her recruiting classes and uh, what shape the women's basketball teams are have been able to, you know, become. Yeah, Susie Merchant has definitely cycled the team. She's been not only a coach but a great mentor to all of the players. So I think our new addition, Tori, is really going to love it here. I mean, who wouldn't want to play for Coach Merchant? She's just an all-around great woman you know you go and speak with her and she'll address you by name after the first time you met her uh she's just always smiling even when she found out all the bad news about all the injuries and you know some of the drama that was occurring before the season was really going you know taking off um she was able to you know even she admitted she was going through some tough times and that her team was going through some tough times but she was able to you know take a quite, you know, a, a team that was down in the dumps and turn it into a, you know, an NCAA tournament team. It really goes to show how family-oriented she is. I've watched her kids before, and even aside, like, outside of the basketball court at her household, you can really tell how much family means to her. So I think that's really why our women's basketball team is more of a family than a team because they literally <laughs> have been molded together by Coach Merchant in order to become what they are now. And her kids are very cute. Oh, yes. Brady. <laughs> adorable. <laughs> How old are they now? They're in... I'm three and seven, I believe. Three and seven. Don't so uh, future, <laughs> future, future MSU players we got on our hands, folks. They're coming yes. our way, hopefully. Shaping... Shaping the future here. Yes. Back to Tori, though. She is a great addition to our team. I mean, she was named 2013 Miss Basketball. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, just as, you know, one of our favorites, Clarissa Bell. Oh, yes. She's America's uh, favorite. Oh, yeah. I mean, psh- MSU's favorite. Let's <laughs> <laughs> put it there. Um, 5'8 guard from Freeland High School. Last year, she was able to average 30.9 points, 7 rebounds, uh, over almost four assists and uh, almost five steals a game. And uh, she was able to shatter uh, Freeland's scoring record and uh, totaled 2,333 points in her career. So, you know, hats off to Tori. Hopefully she brings that talent and uh, more. She shapes it even more this season and in the next few years to come. It's going to be exciting to see what Coach Merchant is able to mold out of uh you know, a freshman from start from uh, start to finish. It's going to be exciting to see what happens with that. Yeah, especially since she played for Michigan Crossover, which is a club team. Like, you can really see the level that she's playing at. And I just really think from watching her practice and everything, she's going to be a great addition and fit right into the team that we already have. Have you been seeing anyone else uh, when you're watching practices? Because if folks you don't know, uh, Bree works with women's basketball here at MSU. So uh, do you see anyone kind of stepping out of what they usually do? or No, I just, you can really tell Clarissa, of course, mm-hmm. and Annalise Pickerel. They're both star players. I can really see them improving. I mean, they're making their three-point shots right on key. Um, Jasmine Hines with her defense. Like, yeah. 
it's pretty hard to try and get past her when she's defending you. Um, even though we lost some players, I mean, those three right there, yeah, they're key players. Hopefully, if we get Madison back from her injury, like, yeah. has she been practicing yet? Have she's, yeah, she has not fully, but she's getting back into well, the swing of things with her. You gotta take, take it, you know, a few steps at a time. I mean, we don't want to. We don't want to lose her again. That's for no. sure. I mean, she is six seven, so that's pretty incredible in itself. Yeah, I mean, Madison Williams uh, used to watch her play in high school, and she was just you know, world above every other player. Um, you know, she was being recruited in middle school to go to you know Detroit Country Day, which is one of the top basketball schools in the country. Uh, she is just unreal, and hopefully, we get her back in full health and uh, keep that health on the whole team because uh, we could definitely use that. It wouldn't hurt, uh, you know, Coach Merchant's sanity. <laughs> no, not at all. But as I was saying, even Clarissa Ball, with her being a senior this year, I mean, she's already stepped up enough for the team, but I can really just see her stepping up and really taking it oh, yeah. it's her last season and can really see her going Yeah, especially because she's an East Lansing native. She's going to, yes. you know, take it to, you know, take it to heart. It's going to be her last year, and um, it's going to be exciting to see what those girls are able to pull out. And as you were saying earlier with Jasmine Hines, uh, with her defense, I just always enjoyed watching her and uh, the offense trying to come at her. She just is so intimidating. Like, it was just, it was just so apparent that, uh, you know, she just knows what she's doing. She's able to guard... Uh, like no other, I I haven't seen a woman you know gar like that. Uh, I really haven't. <laughs> you know, Jasmine Hines, no, she just was able to do it. She's definitely one of a kind. Yeah, and that's why she was an All American, just as our uh, newest recruit, Tori Jankoska. And so, folks, if you're just coming in, uh, you are listening to WDBM East Lansing and the Hoop There It Is show. I'm Jennifer Swanchera, and Bree Harvey's with us today. And uh, it's going to be all about MSU basketball here, men's and women's, no matter what. We're touching it all, along with a little Big Ten and, uh, you know. Well, a little bit of Team USA. Yeah. Covered it, already, already got that. You know, Adrian. Backtrack. Yeah. We got... Um, you know, Payne, he's on Team USA. We kind of recovered uh, the men's recruit so far. The women's recruits, we got, uh, for the men, we have Alvin Ellis and Gavin Schilling, both already signed. We're hopefully, hoping for another sign with Tyler Ulis. Yep, and Cliff Alexander. And Cliff Alexander. So, so we'll see what happens with that. Keep uh, looking on for that one. And then we just finished covering women's recruit Tori Jankoska, who uh, is hopefully going to bring big things to uh, the women's basketball program, which would be great for uh, MSU as a school. Um, and with that, keeping on with the MSU women's basketball team, we have um, Tempe Brown. She was in her fourth season as the assistant coach uh, this past season. Uh, coach Merchant decided to promote her to associate head coach. And she was actually offered, Tempe Brown was offered a position with Stanford as the assistant coach on June 25th. So she took it. And uh, so no more Tempe Brown here at MSU. She's off uh, doing her thing at Stanford. Yeah, she is. Sad to see her go. But we did get a new assistant coach. We did. And Bree's going to say her name. (laughs) (laughs) Umaka Ugagwa. 
Yep. Otherwise, you got it. As Coach, <laughs> you can call her Coach Mox. I like that one much better. I like <laughs> it. Too. Coach much Mox. Easy, much easier to pronounce. Um, she's a Nigerian native, but her hometown was heard in Virginia. Okay. So it's pretty interesting. So she's that makes been... sense about the name. Yes. And that makes sense why it's Coach Mox now. I got yeah. it. Right. <laughs> it's all been right. all over. But... That doesn't stop her from being an outstanding athlete and coach. Um, in college, she was a 5'11 forward, four-year letter winner, and a three-year captain at Hofstra University. She started 82 out of 95 career games, so that's pretty impressive. And she averaged 10.2 out of 10.2 points and six rebounds in her playing career, even though she was hurt. For most of the 2001-2002 season and then 2004-5 and season. So that's pretty impressive. But even what she did after college is more impressive. She has literally just came from Old Dominion where she spent two seasons there. And she was a scouting coordinator and an assistant coach there. Um, she has numerous recruiting contacts that's really, really, really going to help build MSU's recruits. I know we only got one recruit yeah. this season, so hopefully Maka can really help boost that up. I know that... Um, and we're going to be losing a few more girls next year yeah. uh, with Annalise Pickerel leaving, Clarissa Bell. Uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit tough to, you know, re- recruit, but I think... You know, I, hopefully Amaka is going to be able to do something for MSU. I really think she can. I mean, she helped the Monarchs improve, like, greatly. And they went to the Women's National Invitation Tournament while she was there. Oh, wow. So that's pretty impressive. She spent seasons at Indiana University and Virginia Commonwealth, dating all the way back to, like, 2006. Hmm. So, I mean, she really, really does have her head in the game, and I really think that she can bring to the table what Tempe left with. So, And Coach Merchant has said great things about her. I'm going to quote Coach Susie Merchant. She said, we are thrilled to have Amaka join our coaching staff. Uh, she has tremendous recruiting contacts that will help us to build on our current recruiting base as well as expand to other regions throughout the country. She also brings a wealth of coaching and student-athlete development experience, as you were saying, Brie, uh, back to quote, and knowledge of the Big, Confer- Big Ten Conference that will allow her to impact our program immediately. We are looking forward to having her as part of the Spartan family, end quote. So, I mean, one, since... Coach Susie Merchant, she knows what she's doing, and uh, anytime that she speaks highly of anyone, um, you know, it's it says a lot about who the person is. Um, it's always exciting, and she was saying great things about uh, Tori Jankoska, what she's going to bring. So it's going to be exciting to see what this team is able to mold into the new coaching staff and the new girl uh, on the team. I really feel it's going to be great. I actually met Maka the other day, and she was a big sweetheart. She's really friendly. Really easy to talk to. You could tell that she knew what she was talking about. And with her background and everything and the history that she's been through, I really, really think that she's going to be a great asset to our team, especially with the new players and coming players that she's going to help us get. Right. And I think looking forward, um, you know, not having to, you know, recruit too much this year, having a new recruiting coach uh, or uh, assistant coach and recruiting uh, team member on the team, it's going to help for the next years to come as we're going to be losing more and more girls because, you know, this this year's uh, senior class is much bigger 
than last year's. And as it follows, we have, you know, Jasmine Hines and uh, a few more girls that are going to be leaving us, unfortunately. And it's uh, not too exciting, but it's got to happen. Yeah, I really feel like since she's just coming in at the start of the season, she's really going to have this whole season to get accustomed to the players, really see what kind of players we have on our team. And then that way she will know what we are looking for on our team when she goes to recruit these next seasons. That's very true. And, uh, you know, Coach Merchant will be able to kind of, like, you know, mold her into what she, uh, you know, wants. Able to kind of put her under her wing and say, hey, this is uh, what we need. And uh, she'll be able to watch the team kind of develop. And uh, it's going to be exciting this next year for both teams. It's going to be very exciting for both the men and the women and it's going to be uh, quite the 2013-2014 season. I'm already excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, I think that the men's team, they have big sights ahead of them. I mean, Adrian Payne coming back, they want to do the biggest. They, they want a championship. Yes. They want, they want a, uh, you know, a big, not only a Big Ten championship, they want a national championship. So I think with that, um, it's going to be, you know, Go big or go home. I think they're going to go, uh, you know, they're going to put their all into it and see what they can come out with, um, with, you know, the women. It's going to be exciting to see what they're able to pull off. Uh, they went farther than anyone thought they could have with all the injuries that they were, you know, prone to. So we'll see with, uh, you know, Madison Williams was able to sit there on the sidelines and kind of just sit there and watch for the past three years. So it's going to be exciting to see what she's able to pull out. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what she's able to do. I'm not only excited for our players, I'm also excited for our fan base. Hopefully, with our new players that we're having, our players back from injuries, hopefully like our fans can really see what kind of team we really have and come out and support them like they do the men's team because it's really great as a player to sit there and be able to look up in the stands and see like your community supporting you and everything. Yeah. But I really, really think that since our team is getting better and better, I feel like our fan base is going to grow tremendously. I hope you're right there, especially with, you know, Clarissa Bell, local, you know, uh, East Lansing native. Hopefully, you know, her fan base grows as a senior. Um, We have uh, Tori coming in this year, you know, All-American freshman. Madison Williams coming in as a huge, huge asset to the team uh, as a redshirt uh, junior. So we're going to see great basketball, not only on the men's side, but we're going to see some uh, women stepping up this season. And hopefully the fans, as you were saying, Bree, hopefully the fans step up and, you know, get those tickets and show their support, not only, you know, coming to the games, you know, following them on, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, all that. You know, I, I follow Coach Merchant and, you know, all the, you know, Tom Izzo and the basketball teams and, it's always fun to you know see them shout out to the fans and it's it's all about the community here at MSU and it's it just shows a lot. And believe it or not, the players actually do check when people tweet at them. They're really? fans. Yeah, they do. So for them talking about it, they do follow and like check up when their names mentioned after games and everything. Hmm. So I mean, you do have those negative comments, but you also have those really positive ones that right. really keep the team going after like big losses and injuries and stuff like our MSU community here is so great and they really help push our team along right so you heard that fans keep keep uh, up the positive comments you know none of that uh you know the negative criticism we don't need any of that 
Coach Tom Izzo and Coach Susie Mergen have that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they they have that covered, guys. It's it's not a big issue, and they'll they'll be able to sh- whip them into shape. And it's, hopefully, it's gonna be a great 2013-2014 uh, season coming up ahead of us. It's gonna be very excited. So uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a break here on hoop. There it is. Uh, I'm Jennifer Swanchera, I'm Bree Harvey, and uh, stick around because you don't want to miss the second half of Hoop There It Is on Spartan Sports Wrap. You're listening to Impact Exposure. First floor. Hey, what floor are you going to? <clears throat> oh, uh, three, thanks. <coughs> Hey, didn't we uh, have... Yeah, that one class. Yeah, that's so funny to, <laughs> to see you, because I <coughs> thought maybe we could... Uh, would you ever want to... Um, I was wondering if you, if I could stick my finger in your eye. What? No. Oh, I just flushed some toilets and touched a doorknob. What? I've been keeping this moist Kleenex Ew, in my pocket. that's uh, so gross. I thought we could, you know, just stick my finger Ugh. in your eye. Is that weird? No, don't touch me. What's wrong with you? Oh. Sorry. Well, ever since you got in the elevator, you've been coughing all over your hands and pressing those buttons, so I just thought you were into that kind of thing. Free. Studies show that three quarters of women and only half of men actually wash their hands in the bathroom. That's nasty. Stop the flu and other germs by regularly washing with soap and avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Or at cdc.gov slash clean hands. Impact 89 FM. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. From 10 p.m. until midnight Sunday nights, listen to the Impact Afterglow, where you can hear a variety of relaxed tracks to help you ease into the start of a new week. Only on Impact Primetime. Primetime. Now back to Impact Exposure. All right, welcome back, guys. You are listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap, where it's actually a new show tonight. A, uh, it's called Hoop There It Is. Yes, that is it. It's Hoop There It Is. I'm Jennifer Swanchera, and Brie Harvey is here with me as well. And uh, it's ladies' night, as Alex Sharg was saying, and uh, hopefully you guys are all enjoying the show so far. Uh, thank you for listening. And back to Hoop There It Is. And we're going to keep going with uh, the men's and women's Spartan basketball teams. We're going to keep going with Satara Washington. She was a former player here at MSU, did great things, was a, uh, a, um, as a senior, she was a team captain, you know, played here all four years at MSU. And she was actually recently named the assistant coach at, I'm going to have to say, Canisius. Canisius. There we go. Canisius. Bree's got the names. (laughs) Canisius College. So she's there as the assistant coach. Uh, Very exciting for MSU. Yep, she replaced J.C. Brooks there. Um, Even um, She played all four years here, but she spent the last two seasons after she graduated as um, an MSU graduate assistant Mm -hmm. to the team. So, I mean, she helped with recruiting, scouting, and player development. So you can't imagine how good that was. I mean, she was a three-time Spartan Hustle Award winner, so that's huge having her on our staff yeah. helping our players was tremendous and I really think that she's going to do big things at Canisius. Exactly. And you know, she went she was able to go 
to three NCAA tournaments as a Spartan when she was playing here. And then as a graduate assistant here, she was going. She went to both years, uh, both NCAA tournaments. So very exciting. She was, as you said, recruiting. She got some great players. You know, we got some Jasmine Hines, Kiana Johnson, uh, Becca Mills. It's, you know, all great things. And this year we have Tori uh, Jankowska. So great job by uh, Satara Washington. It's going to be exciting to see an MSU grad and, uh, you know, women's basketball player go on and, you know, live out her dream with, you know, with basketball. It's it's great to see that, you know, someone in, you know, following them with the tradition of Susie Merchant, who was such a great coach. Yeah, it really is. And along with losing a great graduate assistant, we did lose some great women's basketball seniors too yeah it's you know it's unfortunate but you know they have to grow up eventually (laughs) but uh yeah we lost three uh seniors this year tracy nogle jasmine thomas and courtney schiffauer uh jasmine thomas and courtney schiffauer of course were great captains and just true leaders tracy nogle was one of those players that was didn't play as much time but uh, once she did, you just saw the crowd get so excited for her, and she was just always excited to be on on the court, off the court. She was just a true team player, able to you know give advice when needed, and um, she was always there for the other players, no matter what. Yeah, and like even going back to Satara, like she came back to help um, MSU basketball even after she graduated. I mean, Schiffauer mm-hmm. and Thomas both came back for the camps this summer. During wow. June, they were at all of the women's basketball camps, really just being back with their teammates one last time. They were helping the players that were there, the prospective high school players, yeah. really coaching them drills, giving them advice. Like, we, they had um, a question, hmm. like a question session, yeah. and they got to ask the graduates questions and everything That's and so the, the current player so it was really great to hear their answers and really see what they're going forward and that's so exciting for the michigan community to be you know both men and women uh, they both had the basketball camps they've had three for each yep and uh you know the spartan basketball camps have really you know proved to be great assets to the michigan community uh, you know, great basketball players have been coming through and showing what they have and learning great things from fantastic coaches that we have here. Um, and as well as the players, the players are there, you know, helping yeah, those. Well, the players are required to be there. So, I mean, they teach them skills and really how to work as a team. There's team camps and individual camps. And Susie Merchant and Coach Tom Izzo are there for all of them, and so are all the assistant coaches, and they show them drills and really pep talk them, talk to them about social media and about recruiting. Just every little inch you can think of is covered during these camps, so it's really great to have people that are actually interested in basketball and potential people that would like to play at MSU come and really see how great it is here. Yeah, and I mean, that just shows what great programs we have that they're able to take the time out of their busy schedules not take a vacation to you know the lake house or whatever no they're gonna you know take a little bit extra time sit down with some high school and middle schoolers and uh, is it high school and middle schoolers there's even elementary really wow so you know all all the children in in michigan (laughs) all the basketball all the basketball players are coming here and you know able to take the time out of their summer and put it towards, you know, the youth in Michigan. 
just, you know, it speaks worlds to both Coach Merchant and Coach Izzo and uh, what great beings there are and, you know, their coaching staff, you know, and the fact that they make their players be there as well, you know, I think that's I think that's a huge thing. Oh yeah, that's definitely a huge part of it because when the coaches are there, there's so many children that come to these events. I mean, players one on one, they each get a group of kids and really just spend all the time that they have with them, right. just taking them on their wing like Susie did to them, mm-hmm. and just teaching them everything that they know and helping them. Whether it's like get into your defensive stance or how to properly like shoot and rebound like right. they're learning it from the players so I think that really has a huge impact on the children too because they're learning it from the people that they look up to yeah and so how excited would you say these children are oh they're mad excited <laughs> there's kids there that have the players sign their foreheads oh my gosh like, everything you can think of was signed <laughs> at these camps they're just ecstatic I'm sure their parents they're... were happy about that one. Oh, I know you wake up at 8 a.m. and you don't leave till 8 p.m. and wow. they're just full of energy the whole entire time so that's so exciting to see uh, the fact that these programs are able to do that and put that excitement in these children you can really even the players you can tell are excited to be there working with the children and really just teaching them everything they know because you can tell that they love really helping out the community mm-hmm. they do and it's been exciting to see that it's it's been an exciting summer that's for sure so uh, just you're listening to Hoop There It Is, where we're kind of talking about mostly basketball here. I Definitely basketball. All basketball. Definitely, definitely <laughs> basketball. Hoop There It Is. It's in the name. But uh, MSU basketball, to be specific. So uh, we've talked about Tara Washington in this half, uh, the loss of some women basketball seniors, the camps, and how they've been able to you know, shape Michigan's youth and how our, uh, you know, our teams are able to be there for you know, the summer as well as the coaches shaping our youth. Um, but we haven't gotten to talk about the loss of a great men's basketball senior, Derek Nix. Yes, um, MSU men's basketball team actually lost one of their starters, Derek Nix. Um, even though, surprisingly, he had a great year still, and he went to the Sweet 16. Like yeah. He lived it up. It was his last year. You could really tell. He lost a lot of weight in these say. past seasons. Tom is looking good on him. He's looking good. Well, <laughs> you have to. I mean, being his size, yeah. with him right underneath the basket, if I was running towards him, I would run the other way. Right. Because no. there's no way. I mean, he's a great rebounder. He's really one of our key starters on right. the team. And losing him, it's really going to put a huge hole in the team. But I know they can get through it. Yeah. And I was surprised that he didn't make it into the NBA draft. He was not yeah. one of the 60 players that actually did get drafted, but he did get the great opportunity to play with some great teams. He practiced with the Detroit Pistons, wow. went to workouts with the Los Angeles Lakers and the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves. So, right. I mean, so even exciting though, for him. Yeah, you know. even that. And I know he said before that he's had plans if he didn't get drafted that he'd go play over in Europe, so hopefully that works out for him. But, I mean, he did get a chance to play for Tom Izzo. Exactly. And he got to play with some other great teams. So. And, you know, I feel that uh, Derek Nix has been touched by Tom Izzo more than any other player has. Oh, yeah. He's been just really molded into such a mature being after all of the things that he's gone through. You know, he was a little overweight. Um, and Coach Izzo was kind of able to tell him, look, you need to do this and do this. And, you know, he was able to tell him, 
you know, guide him in the path. And, you know, also his, uh, his charge uh, earlier, I think it was last summer, before the season. Yes. So uh, it's been exciting to see what uh, Derek Nix has been able to be shaped into. A great man. And it's going to be even more exciting to see where he goes from here. Because he still has so many opportunities that's in front of him, especially coming from playing with Tom Izzo. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're... When you're, you know, played, when you played with such a great coach, there's no way that you're going to walk out of there not oh, as yeah. a better person. Especially, he averaged 9.9 points and 6.6 rebounds mm-hmm. in his senior season at MSU. So, I mean, that's a lot for a player. So that speaks a lot on, you know, Nick's. He's he's improved greatly. Uh, no one really knew what was going to happen this year after his debacle with the law. Um, so it was great to see Derek Nix come out on top, get to the Sweet 16. Do great things that for his was team. exciting, especially his last season. With exactly. I miss you. And, you know, it's it's only shaped the team to do better things this year, I think. Yep. Yes, it definitely has. Um, I know you have some other NBA drafts that are big-time players. Yeah, it, I mean, even though Derek Nix didn't make it, you know, it's very sad. Yes. But we did have five big-time uh, players selected in, in two the NBA draft, and four of those were actually first-round picks. And... Uh, it was very That's exciting tremendous. to see. Yeah, it was the first time since 2007, which really shows just what a great uh, you know uh, program that the Big Ten has been able to pull out in their basketball teams. So uh, let's go through them. First for uh, the Big Ten, we had Victor Oladipo. He's from Indiana, of course. Yes. Uh, number two pick. That's insane. Uh, he went to the Orlando Magic. He's the second time in uh, four seasons. Uh, that a Big Ten player was among the draft's top two picks. Uh, and we're going to go through that, the rest of it, in just a second. But we have a caller. Let's see who it is. Hello. Thank you for listening to Hoop There It Is. What is your name? Hey, how you guys doing? My name is Dan. I'm here in East Lansing. Hello, Dan. How are you doing today? Hey, good, good. I've been listening the whole hour. I've wow. uh, been enjoying the show. And um, you guys made a comment before you went to commercial. You said na- national championship or bust for the for the men's team. And uh, I think so. You know, I have my opinions on why they think why I think they might be good. But I just wanted to see like why why would you guys go so far as to say that? Like, what players really stand out that that, that scream national championship? Mm-hmm. I mean, with all of our NBA like possible drafts that are on the team right now, and the fact that. Adrian Payne and Gary Harris decided to stay for another season really just proves that they are national championship or bust. They want this so bad, and they will go through any amount of measures to get it. So I feel like with Coach Izzo and them being so close this year, and especially Harris was saying how he watched their rival Michigan make it the national championship game, and then for... MSU to not even make it that far, he yeah. is really, really adamant about making it there. And nine out of the ten uh, players on the team went to the Sweet 16, and they're going to return. So, I mean, that's a huge thing. Plus, uh, Tom Izzo, he was able to say that uh, he was pretty adamant about what he wants to do. He said, uh, we didn't get the job done against Duke in the Sweet 16, and that's what we what will drive me all spring, summer, and fall. So I don't think it's only the players, but I think that uh, Coach Tom Izzo is uh, hankering for, you know, some big things to come as well. 
Great. Well, thank you very much. Uh, good, good listening to you guys. Bye. Thanks, Stan, for calling. So with that, as I mean, I think that uh, hopefully national championships will come our way. Uh, I mean, it's 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 hopeful. It's been in the cards for MSU for the past couple of years now. It's just time to get it going. Exactly. And uh, I think that it's time for Coach Izzo. That's for sure. Um, back into Big Ten uh, draft picks. We had Victor Oladipo going first as the number two pick uh, in the Big Ten. He went to the Orlando Magic, as I said. And then we have another uh, Hoosier. He is Cody Zeller, number four pick. He went to the Charlotte Bobcats. Uh, then we go into our arch rival, but they're going to be losing him, so it's fine. It's fine. He's going to be he's <laughs> yes, going to be gone. We're not going to play him ever again, so it's fine. Uh, number nine pick Trey Burke. He uh, was he went to the Minnesota Timberwolves, and then he was traded to the Utah Jazz. So uh, no more Trey Burke. Also, no more Tim Hardaway Jr. So Jeez. there goes uh, two big players. Uh, number fourth, twenty fourth pick. Uh, went to the New New York Knicks, and then rounding it out, we had the number 58th overall pick. Uh, he went to the San Antonio Spurs. His name is Deshaun Thomas with OSU. So, uh, you know, five Big Ten athletes, two of them being from Michigan. What do you think that's uh, going to do for us? I mean, for MSU, I really think that that's good, even especially since we have our nine players still that went to the Sweet 16. We only lost Knicks, so... I really feel like MSU can step it up now that those two are gone. I mean, they're clearly high-caliber playing right. athletes. That's why they got drafted. So that's great for Michigan, coming from Michigan. That really looks good on their program. Yeah. But for MSU, I really think that that's going to help them tremendously, too, because I feel like with our new recruits that we just got, and I know Michigan got some new recruits, too, yeah. but I really think this is MSU's year to shine. I hope so. I mean, I think that with that, um, you know, with um, with Michigan's two big players being drafted, they played great in the championship game. They lost, unfortunately, of course. Um, but I think that might hopefully push MSU, the fact that they went so far, their arch rivals went so far in the um, NCAA tournament, even to the championship round. Um, the fact that they made it all the way there, I think that hopefully will drive MSU even farther to want to prove themselves against not only the whole country, but against, you know, Michigan. our arch. Yeah, of course. <laughs> against Michigan. against Michigan. the Wolverines. Michigan. Exactly. Yes. But, I mean, MSU does have a really, really, really talented team. I know that um, Jeff Goodman from ESPN.com said that MSU has the second most NBA caliber talent in the nation trailing just behind Kentucky. Right. So that really goes to show that if he's saying that about MSU, I know that other people may think that, but MSU is just going to have to prove it. Mm -hmm. I mean, players like Adrian Payne, Gary Harris, Keith Appling, Brandon Dawson, right. and Denzel Valentine, I know that more than half of them will be drafted into the NBA sooner right. or later, or they will make money playing basketball after college. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, with a team with that many talented players, it's hard not to be successful. Oh, I totally agree. And I think that uh, it, it will really show our talent base. Uh, I think that this summer the key is going to be keep the team healthy, keep the team strong, yes. you know, make those players that were you know, more sitting on the bench uh, most of the most of the playing time didn't get much time out there on the court. 
you know, kind of get those players shooting a little more with the with the big guys and um, get them ready to come in for quite a few more minutes. Yeah, and even going back to Gary Harris and Adrian Payne deciding to stay, I mean, they're both great players, and they've both been doing great things this summer. I mean, mm-hmm. Payne is playing for USA team right now. Harris actually was one of the 19 college wings that be invited to the Kevin Durant Skills Academy that took place this June in Washington. So that's tremendous for yeah. MSU. He went there and was able to receive NBA level instruction and evaluation from NBA players. Wow. So I'm sure he's going to bring a lot of that back to the team. He also acted as a camp counselor for coming high school players that attended it. So I really feel like that was a great opportunity to him especially since he's a sophomore now. I mean, he's still young. He's being looked at by the NBA. So, I mean, being able to have that opportunity is tremendous. I mean, he averaged 12.9 points as a freshman. Yeah. That is insane. It was uh, always exciting to watch him play. It's been fun. And the fact that he, uh, you know, he he seriously looked into going into the NBA. He, uh, but... He realized with his parents' guidelines that it wasn't really necessarily the right thing for the time, and he knew that you know at some point he does want to get into the NBA and pursue that as a career, um, but he knows that he can get much more guidance and grow as a human and as a you know basketball player, as a man, all that as a Spartan with Coach Tom Izzo's help, with the team's help, with Adrian Payne's help, with Dawson, with all those, with all those great guys on the team. He's really going to grow. Especially even with his family. I know that his dad is supporting him no matter what. And his dad was saying that if he didn't go to the NBA this year, they're not exactly saying if he's going to go next year. Like, they don't have it planned out. It's not on a timeline. He's here for school. He really enjoys school. He enjoys playing for Coach Izzo. So he's not in any hurry to go to the NBA. He's here to grow with the players, learn, enjoy school, and when the time comes, it will come. Right, and uh, it says here, it says Gary had a phenomenal freshman season, uh, but his future is even brighter. After gathering many different options, it was determined that he would not need surgery on his shoulder, which is very exciting. Uh, he's been committed to his rehab, and all indications are that he's making great progress. Uh, there's no question that a healthy Gary Harris is one of the premier guards in the country, which is obvious to us. Um, but so the fact that he didn't get a surgery is huge. Yes, yeah, so that's in very, very good news. I mean, Sporting News ranked Harris number one among college basketball shooting guards. Oh, gosh. So that's tremendous. <laughs> we need his shoulders to be in good shape. Mm-hmm. And I know his dad said that the reason why they chose rehab was because he's young and he heals well. And they don't want to put him through that surgery like he's sat out a little bit in the Kevin Durant Skills Academy this summer, but he said he was just going to play through the pain and get up and do it. And if he can do that for a Skills Academy, I really feel like he can do tremendous things this season for the team. Right. Um, And a quote from Gary Harris says, I'm looking forward to my sophomore season with the Spartan brothers. Uh, When the season was done, Coach Izzo gathered a lot of great information and shared it with me and my family. After talking things over with my parents, it is my decision to remain at Michigan State. And that's, end quote, but that is all that we need to hear from him. Yes. You know, just the fact that he's going to stay with us. And as a sophomore, you know, huge uh, presence here at MSU. 
Um, it's going to be very exciting to see him grow. And who knows, maybe this might be his last year. As If he stays healthy, I could see this being his last year. I can definitely see it being his last year, too, especially as coming off of his freshman season mm-hmm. being looked at right. and almost going into the draft. I mean, if you are healthy for a whole other season, you have that whole season to grow with your players and really just be strengthened and healthy, and I just feel like it, we might lose him. Yeah, and especially because we're going to be losing you know, quite a few more uh, seniors this year with Appling, and uh, we have... Let's see, Appling. Who else am I forgetting about? Is that it? Um, Appling, Dawson? Dawson? Chapman. Chapman, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think that this could be his last year, and uh, it's going to be sad to see, but, you and, know. And Payne. Duh. How did you forget about Payne? I was just thinking that. I, before you said <laughs> it, I was like, wait, Payne. There we go. <laughs> we, we got it. We almost lost him this season exactly. to the NBA, so. Exactly. So, let's go into with the last few minutes we got here on uh, Hoop There It Is. Let's go into predictions. So, starting off, which one are we on? Women first? Ladies first? Lady, ladies, oh, first. ladies first. Always. Ladies first. All right. So, let's go with the women's basketball program in this 2013-2014 season. Let's uh, talk about what we think we have coming up ahead. I mean, even though we only got one new recruit, I feel like the team – is just as strong enough as it needs to be right mm-hmm. now. So even adding another player to our team that has the statistics and the stats that she has, everything that she has coming to the table with her, will really, really make our team better. And the women's basketball team is growing. The team is growing together. Yeah. And I really think that we can make it to another championship this season. Yeah, I hope so. Um, and folks, if you have uh, any predictions as well 517-432-3893 is the number 517-432-3893 we're talking about predictions for this upcoming season the 2013-2014 men and women's basketball seasons so Bree's saying good things on this season for the women yes is that correct very good things I feel that the basketball team is going to do great things and I feel like the players are really going to step up Mm -hmm. like I said before it's Clarissa Bell's last season with the Spartans. Yeah. So she's going to make it the best that she has. I mean, even though we lost Jasmine Thomas and Tracy. Yeah. And, and Courtney and Schiff. Schiff. Yep. And Schiff. Even though we lost those three, I really feel like the team is still strong as it has been in a while. We still have Annalise Pickerel, yep. Jasmine Hines, Anna Morrissey, like yeah. all of those players. Becca Mills. Yeah, we got them Hopefully all. Hopefully Madison Williams. Hopefully Madison Williams. I'm really looking forward With to seeing her. With her height, she's going to be great center. And I think that uh, Coach Merchant's is going to be able to kind of experiment with that height and do new things. And with uh, Amaka Agugua. I Agugua. said it, folks. You I said it. it. Amaka. <laughs> oh, I almost did it. All right. So. I think that I, I agree with you, Bree. I think good things are coming for the women's basketball squad. They did great in the NCAA tournament. They were hoping to go all the way, um, you know, and I think that they're going to take that to this year. And Coach Burton has her eye on the prize. She uh, She's, you know, changing her staff around, trying to suit it to her needs. And I think that only good things are going to come her way, especially with this new, uh, you know, Tori Jankoska. She's going to be exciting to watch. Madison Williams coming out. You yes. know, excited, excited as anyone 
to be out there on the court. That's for sure. She's uh, been sitting there on the bench for three years. Going to be very exciting to see what she's able to pull out and uh, show for her Spartan crew. Yes, on to the men's. What do you think the men's? Whew. All right, men's. Um, I, as you know, you know, our caller Dan, he was calling in earlier asking about you know, how we were able to say such bold predictions about the men. But I could honestly see them going extremely far. I mean, you know, March is pretty mad. You never know what's going to happen in March. Yes. But, um, you know, in the month before that, I think they're going to, you know, pull out all the stops. I think that they could be a very big Big Ten contender in the championship. Um, I can see them going at least to the championship round of the Big Ten um, championship, if not winning it. Um, you know, I mean, Mich- our arch rival, Michigan, they lost, you know, some great players. And we only, you know, we lost one. But um, I think that we kept the people that we need to keep for this year. Yes, definitely. And we had the people that we needed to have come back. So that's perfect. Too. Exactly. And we got some great, you know, recruits. And yes. um, those, you know, the great three things guys. from those recruits. Yeah. And hopefully we can get the other two to join the MSU team and then. They're just going to have a knockout. Yeah, I mean, that would be very exciting to see <laughs> just, you know, just, you know, fly through the whole season. Uh, no one's stopping them. It would be exciting to see that. And uh, But I could see them going all the way. I really could. Um, and, you know, March, you always have to prepare for March. And Tom Izzo is one of those coaches that is just dominant in March, though. You know, it's yep. it's always exciting to see him. And he he knows it. Yep. he's He's fully aware of it. All right, changing the game a little bit. Um, former MSU and current Washington Redskins quarterback Kirk Cousins just recently released an autobiography uh-huh. called Game Changer. Uh, Ironic. On June 25th, and the subtitle of the book is called Faith, Football, and Finding Your Way. Hmm. Basically, Kirk writes it in the perspective of that he's talking to a 10-year-old Kirk telling himself what he's going to do the next 10 years, um, author's guidance using biblical principles as the foundation, and just reflecting on experiences that he had playing for Holland Christian High School and yeah. Michigan State University. He uses experiences with his coach, with God, with the players on his yeah. team, just everything in general, because he went to churches and talked to kids there, and he's been to seminars, and he said that 15 minutes is not enough to really, really guide them and tell them. So he said he didn't have anything to leave behind for them, so now he has this book as a resource to really stick with it. That's so nice. And I've seen him, you know, going to—he's so charitable, um, going to, uh, you know, children's hospitals and whatnot. And, you know, I'm so excited for him to be able to, you know, carry on the Spartan tradition, going into the Redskins, Um I just saw that, actually, fun fact, RG3 got married, I believe, this weekend and uh, saw some little dancing videos, so that's always <laughs> exciting. Um, yeah. But So it's, it's going to be exciting to watch, you know, what Kirk is going to be able to do and, you know, the Spartan is- basketball uh, programs, the men's and women's. Great things for MSU athletics, just in general. It's going to be And the people that exciting. come from it. Yes, and we need your all the fans' help to, you know, guide the Spartans and you know, make them a winning, make it a winning season for not only the men's and women's basketball programs, for the football, for uh, you know, soccer, look, soccer, hockey, hockey. Every, all of MSU athletics, yeah, field hockey, Fans. yeah, just you know, show your Spartan spirit, come out to a few games, you know, it's follow your teams, whatever you're into, follow it, 
Enjoy it. It's going to be a great season on our end. I can promise you that. So uh, for Hoop, there it is. I'm Jennifer Swanchera. And I'm Bree Harvey. And thank you so much for listening. Hoop, there it is. On Impact 89FM. You've been listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Tune in every week for more of the greatest sports information, news, and analysis. Here and only here on Impact 89FM.